Hello all, welcome back to the second episode of the All-American Walk-On Podcast. Uh, if you listened to our first episode, thank you, and thank you for coming back. And if this is your first time listening to us, well, I hope you stick through for the whole time. Today we're going to be covering the ongoing saga of OBJ and seeing him in the public light. You know, a couple of years ago it was the thing in Miami. And I think this year he really did he did a really good job of, you hear around Lee, guys maturing. Um, he, he's doing a really good job. But... There's always seems to be something, whether it's on him or the media, that is shown in a negative light. And in this case, he now has an arrest warrant out in his name for spanking a cop in the LSU locker room after their win over Clemson in the national championship Monday night. So let's get into it. So how do you guys feel about this what do you think about this I mean I don't really think he should have an arrest warrant out for him that I mean for something like that I mean that doesn't seem like some kind of criminal offense it just seems like something that you would pay a fine for instead of going to jail for yeah but I mean we have laws in this country and we're talking about the same thing with the rules with the what was it the the targeting rule yeah. and the blindside block rule yeah. where we don't necessarily agree with it, but that's the rule. They had to make the call on the blindside block in the national championship, and then a Clemson receiver just gets absolutely like dome-sliced by a safety on a, high, on a high pass, and that's not called, but he's in a position where he can't even see the defender. So, I don't know. I think he put himself in a bad situation. Oh, he definitely did. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have done what he did, but I think that... The punishment does not fit the crime. Well, simple simple battery is a. It, it it's obviously in the law, you know. It's a misdemeanor. Isn't it? It, it it is a misdemeanor, but simple battery is classified as unlawful or unconsensual touching. You know, so like. Can he go to jail for this? He can go to jail for this. This is a misdemeanor. Is less than a year of jail time. They set a bond. You can bond out. You don't have to serve the full year. But the cop, the security officer in the situation, as long as he felt like he could, he was harassed or felt, um, just felt like he was. It was beyond his situation. Then he could definitely press charges against him. I mean, there, there's nothing that says he can't. But with it being something as little as simple battery, you know, the judges will get together, the lawyers will get together and, and discuss the, the situation. And, and they may let him out on just paying a big fine or they might make him serve some time. Yeah, do you think anything's going to come out of this or do you, think, do you guys think it's going to fizzle over? I think, I think if he does get arrested, then he could just bail himself out and honestly... Would that affect his NFL career? No. For something like that, I mean... He, he, he'll probably just get a, he'll probably take a plea deal and have to pay a fine and court costs, but I don't think it's going to do anything to to his career. I mean, Julian Edelman got arrested last weekend. That is true. Nobody's really talking about that anymore. And that's already gone. I mean, if you've established yourself in the league already, I feel like you have a little more room to get away with simple things. And I think that goes back to and there's a video of it. That's the thing. Yeah. You see the thing with with uh, Antonio Brown in the video of him live streaming, him talking to police officers and the mother of his child. And you saw the video earlier in the season in the LSU locker room with Coach O's postgame speech after beating Alabama. And 
there, there wasn't any live video recording of Juliet Edelman, I don't think. I don't think there um, was either. So, do you think that kind of plays something into it? Like, there doesn't seem like there's any sanctity of the locker room there. Yeah, like, that's I don't know definitely... If, I don't know if you're going to, like... I get you're celebrating you just won the national championship. Especially, like, with the rise of, like... Like, in sports, it seems like we want to know everything as far as, like, what goes on with the players on a daily basis, but, I mean... And that's why we, we're doing this. this yeah, at some point, I mean, and a lot of people, I guess, that aren't athletes wouldn't understand, but, like, you want the locker room to stay, like, as private as you can just to, like, preserve the culture of the team, I guess. And I guess, like, it's the same, like, everybody talks about sports teams being a family. Yeah. And, you know, in your, if you're in your family, you want your house to be a place of privacy. Yeah, you don't want everybody knowing your family's business. You wouldn't go out. And that's the same thing with the locker room. Yeah, it's it's pretty. The locker room's almost like a second home. You know, with going back to Julian Edelman's uh, dispute, he got he got charged with a misdemeanor for vandalism. And public intoxication. And public intoxication. Both of them are misdemeanors. The they're gonna get him pretty heavy on the vandalism because that's one thing that somebody they're somebody else's property. Somebody yeah. else's property and they're trying to cut back on that. And the the public intoxication is gonna go a while because they're trying to cut back on that. They're trying to cut back on DUIs and DWIs and all that good stuff. And he's more than likely gonna have a bunch of probation time and he'll definitely lose his license for that. Do you but, think that impacts his career? Uh, with the Patriots, no. or I don't think it'll impact his career with the Patriots. You could always but, go to the Cowboys. But all the yeah. <laughs> we all, love criminals here in <laughs> or there in Dallas. But all the all these all these NFL players are making it a joke. Like they think it's okay to get arrested and do all this stuff, and then they make jokes about it. But in all reality, all it's doing is putting a bad reputation for their team, and not only the team but their self. And the league too. I and the league. And I think you see that with the NBA trying to take a stance on things so that way stuff like this doesn't happen because there's been instances with the past where things like that have happened. Um, but I think the NFL is trying to do things to make sure you don't have you know domestic violence issues yeah. or these situations. Um, well, I don't I don't think this will impact his career as a football. Oh, talking about back to OBJ, I don't think this will impact his career as a football player. But I think if he does get charged with something. Or even if the cop just or the security officer just decides to drop all the charges and the state of Louisiana just stop, drops the charges on this, I think it'll definitely because he's a, he's one of the best businessmen in the league. Yes. Um. I mean, you don't get to the point where he's at playing for the Giants and the Browns if you're not good on the business side of it. Yeah. So, I, and I think this will hurt him with endorsements. I mean, even though, like, I don't think, like, going back to my other point, like. He's already established himself as a superstar in the league, so I feel like he has more room to get away with simple things like this, and that's why somebody like Johnny Manziel didn't last long in the league. He got into trouble early before he had a chance to prove himself as a player. So I feel like the longer and the more successful you are in the NFL, the more like freedom you have to I mean, mess up, I guess. I don't really have a better word for it here's the thing that really rips me about that though is is these nfl stars are getting in trouble getting arrested and and there's kids out there that look up to these players i mean you take a you take a think about it 
OBJ has one of his first years in the league. His jersey was the high-selling jersey. And then he's going to turn around and get arrested. What are all these kids thinking, oh, it's okay to get arrested because my favorite superstar got arrested? Or, oh, it's okay to disrespect somebody because my favorite superstar is disrespecting yeah, people. Yeah, that, that, that is definitely making its way through all professional sports. Do you sports. think it's a societal thing? That's a shift yeah. in society. But, I don't know, I think it's just different. Um I mean, There's uh, definitely. I think part of the reason this is blowing up so much too with OBJ is it wasn't just the thing with the cop. Um, there was also the video of him giving money. In the in the video, it shows him giving money to Justin Jefferson after and, the game. And I think there's one more player. And Joe Burrow said it was real money. So I yeah, mean, do you, unless he's just lying, which I don't think he he yeah, is. No, he wouldn't. If I got handed money after an because he wouldn't he wouldn't lie. Yeah, he wouldn't lie and say it was. Real, if it was fake money, like the initial reports, if it was fake money, he wouldn't come out and lie about his teammates like that because I mean, he has the utmost respect of everybody on LSU and also his teammates at Ohio State. So, um, but like, I don't know, we, we have a few more minutes here. I don't want to run this on too long. Just want to do a short little quick episode. But with that topic of college athletes getting paid, um, now do you think that's something you see that would be good? How, how do you guys, what do you guys think about that? I don't know. I go back and forth on it a lot because, I mean, on one hand, most schools, especially in Division One, you get a stipend for playing, but at the same time, like, a lot, in a lot of ways, that's not necessarily enough to live off of. Like, the amount of time that the athletes put in they don't have time to have a job, obviously, so they're going to need some money. And I just feel like, I don't know if they should get paid, like, salary, like a professional athlete, but, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing schools, like, up the value of the stipends they give out to the athletes just to help them out, because... Because we I can mean, definitely yeah, use some help, too. We, I will yeah, say that. Yeah. But here's the thing about all that, too. You know, you go to college to get to mainly get the diploma, get the paper that you graduated college, this and that. And then if they start paying college athletes to play in college, then what are they going to do with the scholarships? Are they just going to quit giving scholarships and give money, or are they going to do both? You know, when you come to college, you know, the scholarships that they that they that they give the ball players are are a big impact on whether a kid or not a kid's going to go to that college or not, depending on the different the different types of wages that are on the scholarship. Yeah, for me, I don't know. I think it is something that will end up happening in the future. I mean, I already see states like California, and I think Florida and South Carolina pushed something for it, but it never went through. Um, but for me, I think there's a lot of other things that need to happen down the line in you know the FCS Division Two, II, Division Three, in regards to amount of scholarships and especially the red shirt rule that's one big thing for me is mm -hmm. that the red the four game red shirt and I think that needs to trickle down to all levels just because that would really help I think that's something that would help with player safety as well yes. if you can play if a guy's banged up you could you don't want to throw him and he plays offense or he plays defense but then he's also got to play special teams if you could plug in a freshman who's an athlete but you know he's he may not he might not be completely ready yet for offense or off, like full-time field play and but and, but he can go in and play on special teams and make an impact for a couple of games, so a guy can you know he's not just con 
constantly blowing his body out. See, that's 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 what I, I like about the the Division One redshirt rule. You know, you can you can play in four games and still keep mm-hmm. your redshirt tech, but when you get down to Division Two, you you step on the field. You step team. one play on the field, like your redshirt's blown. Like you have to, you can't redshirt. You can't come back that fifth year unless you get a medical redshirt. Yeah, that's definitely something. The red shirt rule is definitely probably more important to us just because it has a more direct impact. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I'm excited. I'm kind of interested in how all this is going to play out with OBJ in regards to, one, the arrest warrant, and then, two, how it's going to impact LSU with the scene of players receiving money after the game. Um and I don't think that the players were getting paid during the season after games. I don't think that was oh, something no, that happened. So I don't think anything's really going to come out of that. Um, and at the same time, people are saying that LSU's – or not LSU, sorry. OBJ is trying to bring attention to himself by doing this. I don't think he is. No, I, don't I mean, when, when I – you know, my, my high school team was able to make it to the playoffs for the first time in our school's five-year history, and they won their first-round game. And all the players, myself included, all of the guys I played with, we were really excited for them just because of the fact that we built that program. And we, we celebrated, you know, we were happy that, and excited for those guys that they were able to accomplish that and our coach as well, just all the things that he did for us. So, and I, I think that's what he was doing, is he was excited to see LSU go from the point. Because if LSU had this offense and Joe Burrow when OBJ and Jarvis Landry were there, they win the national championship. At least once. By a lot more. Yeah, so they, they would have won the national championship. And I think that was something that was really cool for him just to be able to see that happen for LSU. And he was excited, obviously. Um, do I think he handled it necessarily the best way possible? No. No. Anytime you're going to put your hands on a stranger, especially a stranger in a uniform, that something like this could come of it on camera uh, you're putting yourself and you're putting the people the kids in that room you know yeah. not everybody in that room is a professional athlete no you know there, there's guys on that team that are our age so and I mean he put them in a bad situation I think the, the security officers were already on edge because they didn't want the LSU players smoking cigars in the locker room which in all honesty that happens all the time around college uh Locker rooms when you win big games. Alabama does it after they beat Tennessee, you know, and so I, um, that's technically that, that not technically that is against the law. Be smoking indoors, but it's something that just kind of goes. It's part of the tradition of football. Yeah. So um, I think they're already on edge from that because they were telling players to put them out, and LSU players were hesitant to it just because they felt like they could because because they just won the national championship or. And I, I think, and you see the players in the video before that had been putting, the, they, they put their cigars out, but they're already on edge because of that. You see an LSU coach walk through laughing during the whole thing. Um, so I don't think anybody in the locker room really meant any harm by it. I don't think OBJ meant any harm by it. So I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, if you guys want to let us know what you think about it, and we can talk about it again on our next episode, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you guys for recording this short little thing but if you want uh, to leave some feedback for us you can go on to anchor.com and listen to our podcast at anchor.fm backslash all-american walk-on that is anchor. 
fm backslash all american walk on and you can leave a comment on our page and we'll try to answer that and get back to that so thank you guys and we're gonna wrap it up here and we will see you next wednesday see you